People all around the world love sport. From playing ball in the backyard through to the Olympic and Paralympic podiums, the majority of the world's population play, watch and enjoy sport. Steve Dart from Play Hard Sports gives listeners the chance to meet people from across the world of entertainment, sports and business who are affecting the way international sport is unfolding. So, with the combination of technology, passion and great people wanting to tell their story, it gives rise to Play Hard Sports Behind the Games podcast. Today we're down at Sydney at the National Sports Convention at Rose Hill Racecourse. All right, Robin Wilcox, Secretary for SAPIA, welcome to Beyond the Games podcast. How are you today? I'm well, thanks, Steve. We're here at the National Sports Conference in Sydney. How have you enjoyed it? Uh, it's been great. It's been productive. It's been informative. Lots of opportunities for networking. Lots of talented people in the industry all on show here. Um, who have you made some really good contact with so far? Can you name them? This is a time of transition for us from not just sports to playgrounds. So we're making contact with the playground manufacturers and installers prior to doing a big advertising push out into the industry to to let the playground side of things know that they have an association, that we've been here for 30 years and we're now welcoming their input. All right, we'll get into that. We'll just go back into the timeline, into 1986. Victoria, the T, C and SFB Association formed. What is the T, C and SFB? That was the Tennis Court and Sports Field Builders Association. It was formed with uh, a group of Victorian builders who saw a need for an association, who um, saw a need to protect the public and their own businesses by having an association that would uphold industry standards and and differentiate between uh, themselves established businesses providing a good product and service and um, people who did not offer the guarantees and uh, were out in the marketplace at that time. So that's where they started off in Victoria. State-based associations followed in New South Wales and Queensland, but they operated independently. And then in about 1999, those groups met on the Gold Coast and talked about whether they they should go national. So the following year in 2000, they formed the national body of the Tennis Court and Sports Field Builders Association of Australia. And did it go on to get members from Australia and New Zealand as well? That's right. Yep. It opened up into New Zealand, and we still operate in both Australia and New Zealand. We've had a lot of interest at this uh, conference from other areas, such as Malaysia and um, uh, some of the islands. So uh, that's exciting, and, and we're looking into that possibility of what we could offer them. What do the members receive when they join the association? Well, most importantly... They can put up their hand and say, look, um, we're in this industry and we want to keep the industry strong and um, to uphold industry standards. So it's um, putting their hand up and saying, we're here, we, we guarantee our services, we're part of this association. Um, you might find a contractor who does good work, who's not a member of the association, but you'd have to ask why they didn't want to be a part really okay. um, 
it identifies um, it, it identifies that company, that member, as um, distinct from fly-by-nighters or, sure. or um, cowboys because yep. they do exist. Yep. It's a guarantee of quality uh, because the members must meet admission criteria set by their peers okay. um, who are really in the best place to, um, to uh, qualify um, their admission. Sure. Um, the member gets to display SAPIA logo on their website, stationery, vehicles, yep. etc. Yep. The website promotes its members' uh, businesses um, to potential customers. Yep. Customers come directly to the association for recommendations. Uh, they have an individual profile listed on the SAPIA website with a searchable database. We provide a daily tender notification service to members, so some of them um, save thousands of dollars just by, by joining the association. That's great to know. Because that's a free service that oh, we pay for it, but we pass it on free to our members yep. every day. Uh, we have relationships with the regulatory bodies and the sporting groups. Yep. Uh, we're a corporate member of the Housing Industry Association and our members receive um, highly discounted membership of the HIA. Yep. We are writing codes of practice for the industry. That's important. And our members can participate in that. Yep. We have a committee under uh, the directorship of Grant Humphreys of Acoustiscan who's writing the code of practice for playground surfacing. Okay. SAPCA, the UK body, uh, our counterpart in the UK, has given us permission to use their codes of practice and we're Australianising them. Okay. And so um, our members have a chance to participate in the writing of the codes of practice, which will be from a builder's or installer's point of view. Mm, that's interesting. Mm. Like if you read an Australian standard, it's bogged down with very technical stuff and, for example, the playground... Uh, Standards include details on equipment safety, etc., which which is part of it. But from a builder's point of view, we're more concerned with what's under the surface and what's on the surface. Well yep. So that's what we're doing with our code, codes of practice. Yep. Um, we have a national conference every year. Talk about that. This year, we are at the Q Station in mm -hmm. Manly okay. on the banks of Sydney Harbour, just under North Head. Yep. It used to be the quarantine station, so it's a pretty iconic venue. It's been uh, transformed into a, a hotel and conference site. It, it's uh, branded with Accor at the moment. So okay. um, it's, um, yeah, our members come together. Last year we were on the Gold Coast. Next year we will probably be in Victoria. So it gives our members a chance to come together, meet with the other members, um, because we are pretty uh, widely spread. Yep. Um, I guess net, get, network and uh, socialise and network, share experiences. Socialise, share experiences, be informed. Yep. We have informative speakers. Uh, we have um, industry awards. So um, we award the Tennis Court of the Year and will obviously be sports courts, sports fields, uh, playgrounds this year. Yep. And um, we also have an industry auction and our AGM is, is held during that conference as well. So we're trying to make it as much fun as possible. There's a golf tournament the day before. Great. Yeah, so... Um, All right, maybe a good chance now to talk about the transitioning into the playside of business. Yes. We, many of our members have done playgrounds, but um, 
wet, wet pore surfacing has its own issues and you needs a specialist to, to install it. You need specialised knowledge. So a group of play contractors came to us late last year and said they needed an association. Some of them were already our members uh, because they did sports fields and some of them weren't members, but um, they felt the need of an association. They'd thought about make, making one of their own. They'd had a bit of a try at that, but, you know, you know it can... It, can be expensive, it can be time consuming they're all, they have their own businesses so um, we held discussions with them and then um, they decided that they would join the Sports Contractors Association, which is what we've been known to since 2004 and um, work from within the association to um, build up industry standards all all the um, issues that led to the um, initial tennis court sports field builders association 30 years ago to differentiate from from those doing inferior work and and um, provide standards to the public and the industry those are all their motivating factors so they've met together with us and we've our members voted and agreed to change our name from the sports contractors association to the sports and play industry association so we're about to to go out to um, the public um, with advertising campaigns and, and really let the industry know what we're doing and how they can participate in upholding industry standards and um, joining with us. Great, sounds fantastic. Well, this is going out to the public, so maybe you want, might want to give a little bit of a, a view into what some of that marketing might be. Okay, well, that's a good question. <laughs> Obviously, you've got the brand change and the name change and everything like that. Brochures look great. Yes. So, um, is it going to be some television commercials, or it's just going to be print or press? We're, or? we're a not-for-profit, so we okay. we don't have the that. But certainly, there'll be um, Australian Leisure magazine went out last night with with an article on us with oh, um, the speech by our president Mark Edmondson, yep. a former elite um, tennis player. Wow. Yeah. And. Um, We'll be using the print media basically, and and uh, have a new website soon. So, and exhibiting more. So really, really um, building up the brand that is um, Sapia. Uh, Mark Edmondson, yeah, he was a phenomenal tennis player back in the day. What's his position in within the association? He's he after he left. Um, well, while he was still playing tennis, because he did play in the gentlemen's over forty five at Wimbledon. Um, but he's been a tennis court builder since 1992, so and, and a sports field builder. Yeah. So um, he's the president of the association. Okay. Um, coming up in the next, uh, say, couple of months, you've got the brand launch. What else does the future hold for Sapia? On the 9th of September, we have our national conference at the Q Station. And, um, yeah, we'll just be keeping on doing doing what we're doing, really, and... and um, increasing our membership, uh, going out um, further into New Zealand and um, we'll be contemplating the requests that we've had from companies in Malaysia to also join our association. So really um, taking on this this part of the world. Yep. Um, If people would like to find out more about it or contact you, where would they find you? My email address is office at sapia.org.au. Uh, Robin Wilcox, Secretary for Sapia, we appreciate your time. Thanks for spending your time on Beyond the Games podcast, and we wish you well, and uh, thanks once again. Thanks, Steve.